Hello and it's good to be back with you and yesterday we left Barnabas at Antioch and things were going so well that he felt he needed somebody that he could trust, somebody to come and help him and he knew that Paul's hometown was in Tarsus. So we can read on in Acts chapter 11 verse 25 to 26. Then Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul. You know, this would be a journey of about 400 miles. That's overland. Might have been a little bit shorter if you could make a sea crossing. But travel was difficult in those days. And the fact that he had to look for Paul when he got there probably meant that Paul might not even be at home. But he was. You see, Barnabas is not travelling on a whim. He's trusting in the Lord. And so we read on in Acts. And when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. What did they do there? Well, we're going to find out because Luke tells us in the book of Acts. So for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people. So look, what we've got here now is Barnabas and Paul working together along with the church in Antioch, and they're there for a year. You know, Barnabas was the, was senior to Paul, as famous as Paul would become. At this point, it's Barnabas who is the more famous one. And Barnabas is more experienced. So this would have been a valuable time for Paul, a time for him to learn from Barnabas. You know, it's great to be reminded that Paul was the man he was because he was learning to trust in the Lord. And as he followed the Lord, the Lord provided men, men like Barnabas, to help him grow as a Christian. You know, this happens in our lives as well. And maybe it's good for us to maybe take a little bit of time to look back and to thank God for those people who have helped us in our walk as a Christian. And Paul here is being encouraged and he's learning to be an encourager. I want you to listen to the advice that he gives in his closing comments of his final letter to the church at Corinth. This is many years after he's been working in, with, with Barnabas in Antioch. This letter is 2 Corinthians and we're reading verses 11 and 14 from the final chapter, chapter 13. This is what Paul said. Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice. Strive for full restoration. Encourage one another. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All God's people here send their greetings. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. That's what Paul said. And you know, that is a prayer. Let's just pray those words together now. And now, may the grace of of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit 
be with us all now. Amen. In that little prayer, the words of Paul are known as the doxology. But before I go, there's another interesting point that we read about in Acts there, in that chapter. And this is about Antioch. This is what we read. The disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. You see, up until this time, the followers were called the people of the way. Because Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. So they were called the people of the way. And it was the people in Antioch that called these people of the way Christians. And you know, for them, that was a derogatory mark, uh, remark, a derogatory remark, a derogatory name that they gave to the people of the way. But despite the fact that the word Christian was a derogatory name for Christ followers, the name has stood the test of time. And the good news of Jesus is still he is with us today and he is for us today and we now can be proud to carry that name Christian people of the way few things for us to think about today and God willing I'll be back again tomorrow and share some more thoughts with you in the meantime take care God bless bye now